Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome to Cheap Heat. My name is Peter Rosenberg. The physically fat, I mean strong, stack guy Greg is here as well. Oh, Greg, what are you doing? Enjoying uh, some sweet potato fries. I was enjoying some delicious chicken. Yeah. But, uh... So... Let's talk about this, Greg, before we get into, you know, it's been made very, very clear to me mm-hmm. as we start that we need to do a hardcore wrestling podcast because people really seemed upset about the amount of fun that we had on the show last week. <laughs> there, did you get a lot of t- tweets about this? Um, I generally don't get the hate, though. I usually... you, so you just get, what did you hear? You just heard about Uptown, um, right? about your new character, right? Uptown Malcolm, which I think is a mage gimmick. And so do, so do a lot of people. See, I don't hear anything about the positives of Uptown Malcolm. All I got was, um, I used to love the podcast, but this podcast, it was repug. Um, I, I used to enjoy the drops, but now you, you play them too much. or it, it, like That's literally all I get. I, I, people love to hit me with the, you know, I'm really a big fan. But but you suck. <laughs> and I'm like, why? I, I just don't understand. So don't get don't worry. We will do plenty of actual breaking down of wrestling. Now, Greg, have you been starting to trim down, or did you just kind of put a beard on to cover your fat face? It's more of the second one. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Very, very good. Because um, that is delicious chicken. Yeah. From, um, Schnippers, I believe. is. What is Schnippers? I have no idea. I discovered it a couple of days ago. This is delicious chicken. It is. It is. It is. It really is. Uh, Hold on. I like delicious chicken. You really do. Yeah. So, Greg, I'll, I'll let you get us started here outside the ring this week, of which there were several things. Oh, I, I see you. Yeah, it's light. It's light. It's. Light. I see yours are blank. You didn't include the um. Well, Randy Orton tweets. Oh, the indie wrestling Randy Orton tweets. Mm-hmm. Well, here's there's there's a lot to say about the Randy Orton tweets. And I think my biggest takeaway was that uh, I, I I just found it funny, you know, like I found it funny that he was so he went so hard at indie wrestling and indie wrestlers when over the past few years, um, all of the wrestlers, with the exception of maybe Roman Reigns and uh, The Miz, who have, you know, been taking his spot and um, coming for the throne, supposedly so to speak, they're all indie wrestlers, former indie wrestlers at, at least, you know, uh, Seth Rollins, um, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Kevin Owens, um, Shinsuke Nakamura, now AJ Styles. These are all wrestlers m- m- who have m- been Mage. overshadowing him and his ring work over the past few years, and he had the nerve to criticize indie wrestling. But now, he, did, that, he did say that he was uh, drunk, didn't he? Right, but even in that tweet, he... Um, he made a point to to reference his bank account mm. and uh, the fact that he's a 13-time world champion. And um, he equated I that who he's mad at. with some of his successes. Well, I don't know. But here's the other thing, too. Like, um, yes, he might have a, a huge bank account, certainly larger than mine. Um, more world championships in the WWE than um, any of those guys. And, and you as well. And me as well. That's a very good point. But Oh, my goodness. As far as um, being a draw, I don't know. He does not the draw you are. I, he, Your shirt sold out. He's absolutely not the draw that I am, or or some of these indie wrestling. Oh my god! Are. Granted, he would he would probably get a great reception if he showed up on an indie wrestling show, but um, 
can he necessarily hang with them? I don't know. And that's that's partly his fault. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's what I'm not going to let you do. Can he hang with them from what standpoint? As a draw right now or as a wrestler? Well, as a as draw. A, as a wrestler, I think he can hang with them. As a draw right now? Uh, no, his time has passed. And he's going to make money like there's always going to be people who, um, who are willing to buy a Randy Orton shirt and get excited once his music hits, but his matches are not. No, the, the only people who are running out to buy a Randy Orton shirt right now are people who already are buying whatchamacallit shirts. Um, what are the shirts that they sell? Like, like the UFC? No, UFC kind of shirts. <laughs> right. um, what's that company again? Damn it. What, the Tap Out shirts? Not Tap Out, though. There was the other the other company. Affliction. Affliction. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's <laughs> what Randy, Randy Orton shirts look like, Affliction shirts. They've all, I've never been a fan of the design of his shirts. Never. Never. They appeal to a certain type of individual, and I am not that type of individual. No, I don't know who is, but uh, I think it probably is the fact that Randy doesn't seem into fashion. That's not really his. Like, there are some guys who dress well in the WWE. And in fact, one day we should have the power rankings. Randy's not going to be uh, high on that list, no. I don't think. Um, but even, even but in from the a ring- wrestling standpoint, though, okay. like he's lazy. He's been lazy. Like he's been phoning it in for for I don't even know what. 10, 5, 10 years. That's so, a long, that's a iffy number there. Uh, but yeah, probably between there. Yeah, he's been, at, at some, least. Some would say he's always phoned it in. At, but but here's the thing though, like with him doing that, like yeah, he can have a great match here or there and we see the potential and I think that's, like he's coasting off of that. He's coasting off of um, his potential and the fact that we know he has the ability and that when he wants to, he can be a great wrestler, but he's not a great wrestler right. all of the time. He's be, lazy. Be, because he's lazy. Right. So so what you're basically what you're basically saying is I don't care about the fact that He has the ability, but we need to see it. Right. He's one of the great talents of all time. Who cares is more or less what you're saying. If you're not really willing to show it. Right. Then exactly. you're, you're you're I mean that you can make the argument I mean, Teddy Hart's one of the great wrestling talents of all time. Exactly. We, 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 don't, we don't see, see Teddy Hart wrestle, so it's insignificant. Um well, I'll tell you this. Um I'm trying to find Randy some of Randy's tweets. What is the gift that he did of uh, <laughs> of Randy Orton? That was just Randy Orton tweeting him standing on the diving board and jumping out and giving a diver an RKO out of nowhere, which is mage. Um, but yeah, he, he he decided to poke fun at these guys, uh, the indie world, which is it is a weird choice. Especially, it's also odd because I mean, let's be honest, Look at you who really can't right now. and you can't really relate to that of being. Um, you can't really relate to that of being an indie guy. You grew up, you're a third generation superstar, right? So, I mean, here, here's what um, here's Orton tweeting later. Uh, he said, "Sorry to the indie marks, indie guys, and old timers who do dives took offense." Just having a good time over a few drinks in Denmark, closing the SmackDown Live tour, while beating Raw and making over $5 million in the last 11 shows. Now, I noticed some that doesn't equate to a standing room only crowd of 150 people paying $8 at an armory somewhere. But in the big boy world, that's called putting asses in seats. How many of those asses came to see him, though? That's what I'm talking about. So enjoy your flips, dives, and 20 super kicks per match to each their own. I will go dive back into my 13th title run and get ready to flip when my bank account statement comes in this month. Dot, 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 headlock. It is a funny It is a funny tweet. Uh, then Dave Batista um, responded with laughing face and said, That's my guy. Hashtag evolution. Um, listen, I lo- hey, Randy. Uh, I'm a fan of Randy. I'm a fan of his talent. That right there is some of the best heel work he's done in years. 
Um, I hope he brings that. He should bring that to the ring, honestly. But he won't because it's, it it's it was easier to just send out a couple of tweets and then feel important than it is to get in the ring and actually entertain the people that you're talking to. Now, I, I, I think I want to come up shy. Listen, you're right. You have every right to criticize Randy. Listen, if you listen close to my interview with Triple H, Triple H made very clear he was disappointed in Randy Orton. I, I, didn't you think so? I did, and he's I, right. I think there was no bones about that, that he was clearly disappointed in Randy. His talent's unbelievable, but yeah, ultimately, what are you going to do? And that brings us to the first thing. You guys wanted a wrestling show. You wanted to talk wrestling this week. You didn't have room for drops. Fine, let's get right into it. Let's talk about Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal. But wait, hold on. Who's that music? I see someone. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we hear the music. That means Uptown Malcolm is in the building. Oh, my God. New York to the heart. There he is. Uptown, baby. fire where I learn the ball. Uptown is the place where I lay my dome. On the streets of the Bronx where my family roam. Oh, damn it, we home. Uptown Malcolm. Player haters is in the building. I never really liked to play a fool like that, but I love to succeed. See, foes fall flat. There he is. How you doing, Uptown Malcolm? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uptown, Uptown Malcolm is in the building. Um, shout out to the couple of tweets I got suggesting that as your theme song. Did you see that? <laughs> I love, I love it. It's a great choice, it right? It's perfect. I mean, imagine every time he comes out and someone, ah, you know, I'll tell you one person who I who I have no interest in, in seeing on this show again. A man who doesn't, the man who doesn't care about this business. A man who's never done a thing in this business. A man who I simply don't respect. And that is Uptown Malcolm. And I dare... <laughs> it really is perfect. New York to the... Think of it. It is one of the all-time great moments. Or like, what if someone's like approaching me? And really backing me down in the corner. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing, Rosenberg. I've had enough of you. I can't stand bring it to the table. I can't stand cheap eat. You're a shill. All you do is play your damn soundboard. All you do is defend JBL. You know what? On behalf of the internet wrestling community, I'm going to beat your ass. And there's not a damn thing you or anyone else can do about Oh my God! Who's that? It's that guy. I mean, it's Uptown Malcolm. It's Uptown Malcolm. New York to the heart. All right, let's get into Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton. Um, I know you're going to agree with me, and mostly just because Jinder Mahal is black adjacent, and that is. Jinder Mahal should win the championship this weekend. And why? Is it because he's shown me that from a wrestling standpoint, I know who he is? No, that is definitely not the case. But why not? Right. We need to shake things up right now. It is, it is time to do something different. As I said the other day to one of my coworkers at WWE, I said, Randy Orton needs the title like I need another donut. It, we, he doesn't <laughs> need it. it. It is unnecessary. Whereas Jinder Mahal with the title as a cheating, conniving champion with these two guys yep, who do the goals. dirty work, who has an unbelievable physique so you think he should be able to do it on his own, but he never does, nope. is amazing. And it's not about it, – it has it – has, and listen, has Jinder worked hard? Yes, of course. And does he seem like a great guy? Yes. He, he honestly is literally, since I showed up, probably the nicest guy who had no, I don't know him from Adam. He just comes up and is like, hello. Like, he's just the nicest dude. 
Um, sorry, Dipperson. Canadian, Kayf- right? Kayfabe only. I think that's what it is. Is he Canadian? I believe so. So, but it is a huge opportunity for them to shake things up and do something just completely different. And listen, I got to tell you, I don't know what to expect from the match from, from a wrestling standpoint. That That's one of the things that I find interesting. But I will tell you, I will pop if Jinder goes over this weekend. Boy, would I be excited. Yeah, same. Just because it's different. And that's what I like about what's been happening with um, with Jinder Mahal. Like, um, wrestling fans, especially if you've been watching as long as you and I have, you can kind of see where everything is going. And with him, like, I have no idea where it came from. I have no idea where it's going. I think I know where it came from. Where did it come from? Where do you think it came from? I don't know where it came from. Take a look at him. Taking a look at him. Where do oh, you... well, yeah. I mean, from a business standpoint. Yeah, where do you think? Well, yeah, they're trying to break it. No, no, but like, no, 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 no. Looking at him physically, what his body type is like. It's much more oh. simple than you might think. Oh, yeah. I mean, but listen, they have a lot of they have a lot of good looking muscular guys. On they do. Roster. They do. But he you uh, you can't tell me that when he came back and got in shape that Vince would go, God damn, pal. It, it wasn't look a guarantee, though, because like um, Wade Barrett was shredded a couple of years ago and he didn't. Wade, hold on. Wade Barrett was shredded. Gender's huge. Gender shredded and his shoulders and traps. Come on. I, I just think I don't have anything to base this off of, but I think Vince is still that guy. He always will be. And yeah, Barrett was shredded. He got that six pack. He stopped drinking. But Jinder is a giant. Like when you see him in person, too, even when you see Jinder in a suit, he is a huge, huge guy. Well, he towers over uh, the Singh brothers. I don't know how tall they are. But... Dude, well, they, they're not three feet tall and they look three <laughs> feet tall standing next to Jinder Mahal. It's unbelievable. So I'm very excited to see what happens in that match. No idea what it looked like. And by the way, um, I am going to be at uh, the shows. In Chicago. In Chicago. Chicago Jays, Rosemont. I, I really didn't realize when I was going to this just how it's not near Chicago. I mean, it's it's a, it's enough. I'm not going to be in downtown Chicago. I'm literally between. I'm, I'm working NXT also. So I'm just hanging out in Rosemont, basically around the arena. But um Let's be honest. I couldn't be happier. I would. I would rather never go to Chicago again versus have the opportunity to just hang out working at WWE for two days. So are you, are you, I'm not, are you doing? Are I'm not you missing doing anything. Rosenberg Hill work? No, no, no. I love Chicago. It's one of my favorite cities. I have a trip planned there this summer. But if you're asking me to choose, like for me to complain and be like, oh man, I'll be stuck at the arena both days. No, that's there's no place I'd rather be in the world than stuck at the arena both days. But yeah, I won't be able to like hang out in Chicago at all. Um, I am excited to be there too. This is a classic venue. This yeah. is it, I hear it's Nassau Coliseum of Jays. Like was this this was um WrestleMania thirteen was there, right? Yeah, there was there was uh I think it was thirteen. Early two thousands. Yeah, when Bret Hart and um no early two thousands, which one was that? Oh no, that you're thinking about uh is that twenty two with Cena and Triple H? Uh, yes. The la- would that be the last one that was inside? Let's see. I believe it was the last one that was in an arena. WrestleMania Rosemont Horizon. Twenty two was there. Two was there. Thirteen was there. Twenty two was there. It's history. I forgot man. about two. Two was one. Well, was one of the yeah. three venues. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about. Two. I mean, it's it, there's a lot of history. It, at this venue, which and is, also was uh, CM Punk's Money in the Bank match there. Oh, it sure was CM Punk John Cena. Yep, absolutely, great history in this theater, which is one of the reasons that I think. Um, by the way, what an incredible you, um, WrestleMania thirteen. 
Um, not the best mania of all time. Um, Taker and Sid. Yeah. Um, Ahmed Johnson and the Road Warriors. Um, that was the Chicago street fight? Yep, against Crush Farouk and Savio Vega. Bretton Austin, though, yeah. was there. Owen Bulldog versus Mankind Invader. Triple H and Goldust was an interesting one as well. So it, it uh, but then if the Cena CM Punk match, one of the great matches of all time. I am, I am so excited though to see what the crowds like for NXT Takeover. I think it's such a great venue yeah. for Takeover. And like we talked, do we talk about it last week or was it off the other? I talked about it. No, I don't think we talked about it last week. How awesome it'll be when Hideo does go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. It it could go one or two ways and either way the crowd is going to be hot. Like they could boo him out the building for it or they could just blow the roof off the place. You have of course, it's Rude and Hideo, um Oscar Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, AOP versus DIY, a lot of initials there. Um Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne, mm-hmm. British match. I think that match is going to steal the show. And then you have Roderick Strong versus Eric Young. So that should be a fun night on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so if, if anyone's around, um, you know, uh, Packerheads want to get together, uh, I, I think maybe I'll at least be able to pop out at some point during that show, even if it's just going up somewhere in the, in the arena and saying hello to people. Um, but anyways, very excited about that. So um, what match are you most excited about when it comes to Backlash this week? As opposed to us breaking down the week on television we can hit a couple of things that we liked it wasn't my favorite week of television to be honest with you um but um more importantly we and we'll talk about braun and we'll talk about roman but i think let's start off we always end up rushing the preview for the pay-per-view i think that's the biggest thing to do today so you have uh we already talked about randy orton versus jinder mahal don't know what do you think goes on last that or nakamura Ooh, I think Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal go on last. I think for the guaranteed pop, I'd rather do Nakamura last. He's going to get that pop no matter when they well, put that's the exactly, But that's what I mean. But whereas Randy and Jinder, we don't know what the reaction is going to be like. True. You, I mean, you just got through burying Randy and saying he doesn't even have, get a big pop right now. No, he'll get a pop, but like, will his match entertain is what I said. And that's always hit or miss. Well, that's a very good point, and it's 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 you just talked about Randy. How much Randy gives? How much does Randy want to give? Because gender, I, I honestly I can't even tell you how is gender Mahal as a wrestler. He's cool, right? Yeah, he's he's passable. Like I feel like he's sluggish. Um, he's a little sluggish. Yeah, he's kind of slow. But um, how do you like his finish? Oh, I, I love it. Yeah, I'm not mad at his finish. No, nah, it's it's great, especially like you said with. Um, how tall he is, like he gets some height on it and just drops him down. Like it, it, it feels like it would have been a setup move a few years ago, but as a fin, as his finisher, I think it works just because he's so strong and it's like he's taking you up as high as he can get you and then driving you the down. Cobra the Cobra Clutch, Clutch Slam. I'm just saying this. Sorry, I'm thinking through things. It could be good. But Randy has to care. Randy's the guy who carries that match, not Jinder Mahal. Right. This is Jinder's biggest moment. Remember, Jinder Mahal had a chance. He was in a match to be the first NXT champion of all time. I do remember that against Seth Rollins. It's not the world's greatest match. You know, and it was a long time ago. Jinder, I mean, hopefully he's come a long way since then. But my point is, you're in there with a veteran, a guy who's really good. 
if 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 Sunday's the night that that they get that Jinder Mahal becomes the champion, right? First ever. Um, Kali won the World, World Heavyweight Championship. Um, this would be the first ever Indian WWE champion. I believe so, yeah. This would be a complete and utter shock, and it would be a chance for a new career to really get started. It's a lot on Randy. That That's Randy. That's Randy has the opportunity to make this really special. But that's the thing, though. Like, Jinder has been the one making this special thus far. So, I mean, Randy, like, he got to show up on Sunday. All he has to do is in the ring, though. That's that's fine. Randy's never going to give you that much in promos. Come on, that's not what who he is. But if he gives you a special match, that's all you need from him. He can. That's all you need his him to deliver in the ring. I don't think the Jinder Mahal could ask for anything else. That's also a big if, though. With like, are you are you? Randy's you, lazy. Do you really just want heat with Randy? No, I don't. want He's not either. the one. You know, he's not the one to play. He has his he's probably last. On, he's probably last on the list of ones to play. <laughs> he's low on the list, certainly of ones to play. But he has to remember you're you're a man who's physically strong yourself, and also remember and uh, never forget this because it's very very important. It's professional wrestling. That's right. All right, um, Nakamura and Dolph Ziggler. Oh, by the way, let's make a prediction. Are we both predicting Jinder Mahal to win? Are you are you are you picking? You think he's going to win, or you would like him to win? I would like him to win, and I am always one to. Roll the dice. Yeah. So I'm going to pick Jinder Mahal. Oh, my God. Um, all right. I'll do the same. Um, I still will see it as a huge surprise if it happens. But I'm <laughs> same, but um, I, think, I think we're safely both pick Nakamura. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, excited to see what he what it looks like because we really haven't gotten to see him and Dolph Ziggler do anything at all. Well, that's 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 what I said a couple of weeks ago, though. Um, it is going to look great. You want to talk about. You spoke about Randy having to give Jinder uh, a special match and some special moments for his his time in the spotlight. Um, Dolph has to do the same thing with Shinsuke, but the difference between Randy and Dolph is that Dolph does that um, every night. Everybody, so yeah. he'll bump to the moon. It, it makes no yeah. difference. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great match. He's gonna sell his ass off and. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You think it, you think we keep getting more Dolph and Shinsuke? I don't see why not. What do they do though? What what makes that story interesting? I want I want to I want to see what would I want I want to know, I want to know what you do. This is where the interesting challenge will be. Everyone was like, we need Nakamura. We and myself included. Very excited to see him on the roster. There's limitations to someone with limited English, right? There's in, there are inherent limit, limitations to that. Is his English really limited, though? It's limited. I know people say he understands everything, and backstage people, I'm pretty sure. I've only met him briefly. I'm pretty sure it's limited. And by that, I don't mean he doesn't understand you. I'm right. sure he understands everything. It means, in terms of wrestling, it's about how well you, can you cut a great promo. It's not about how well you can understand it. He's he's charismatic, though. Like The promo is, is everything. It's not just the words and, like... Being able to speak, it's the connection that you have with the fans. Good and, point. And he, he, I don't think his English is that well, we limited need, either. Uh, well, what do, what do you mean? You think the accent's fake? I don't think the accent is fake, but that, that's the point, though. I don't think him having an accent equates to limited English. No, no, but then, it's not. It's not. It's not that he has a. To, to me, it's almost like a, it's almost like there's a slight nuance to this terminology because it's not that he has a Japanese accent. It's that 
when he speaks, he appears to be someone who's learned the language recently enough that they're thinking through what they're saying. Right. Does that make sense? It's like slower because he's like, okay, here's what I'm going to say. It would be like me trying to speak Portuguese. I can do it, but it's going to take some time. Um, Which is fine, though, too. I think he gets away with that because he's so charismatic. And then when he's on the mic, like he speaks so rarely that when he wants to speak, he's able to command the attention of everybody in the crowd. Well, more important than, than language barriers are uh, we just need to learn more about him. We need to, to – for him to have a meaningful rivalry means we need to know who he is, what gets his goat. You know what I mean? And that's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. I mean like right now, why are you having – why do you and Dolph have problems? Because <laughs> Dolph is out there hating Dolph. Right, that's it. Dolph is out there hating. <laughs> Dolph is a hater. You know, and I, I think I think that's actually something that's been missing a little bit in general. You know, there's not enough of why. Like even up until like – the mid 2000s there was way more backstage um vignettes where you go to someone's house like john cena you know the edge and john cena's family there was way more of that like what's the incentive for this heat like why do they hate each other so much and i just think that's something we're missing a little bit right now it's like everything now is just like i don't like you you don't like me let's go except for that, that except for when it's the exact opposite where you have kevin owens who it's been six months he's still talking about jericho right like <laughs> yeah. the history goes so deep which i love that that's something i really enjoy um either way we'll both pick nakamura and uh, i will predict it'll be a pretty great moment kevin owens the aforementioned and aj styles this has potential to steal the night huh yeah, it does. It does. And it's another match that I'm looking forward to. I, I feel like I'm looking forward to Nakamura just a little bit more just because of that debut in Chicago singing the theme song. You mean this debut? debut. But at the same time, I mean, nothing makes me pop harder than... I know they were then they were we talked last week and last week we weren't even you know the last two weeks our schedule have been really rough so we'll get to them um but that match Kevin Owens and AJ Styles I, no no if they get a lot of time yes, AJ, I, sorry yeah if they get a lot of time I think it can be it can be a great match it's already a great match on paper but it can live up to the potential if they give them like 20 30 minutes to go we have seven matches on the card total okay mm-hmm um, I have to imagine. Okay, I have to imagine Harper and Rowan won't get a ton of time. They need like five minutes entrances. Although it's funny because you would think if done the right way, that could be a match that like has a lot to it, but they just don't yet. There's not a lot to it um, at this moment. They tried though with talking smack and having him. Um, you know, Eric Rowan. It was it was kind of creepy. It was weird, but he he was able to um, effectively state his problems with Luke Harper and, he, you know, the fact that he felt betrayed that he left the family. And it is a good story. It's a story that's been building since the Wyatt family debuted, certainly um, over the past few months. But um, we just got to it a little clumsily because yeah. like, there's been so much it's that's happened the right with the time. family, especially since they took Bray and sent them over to Raw. It, it, that that hit Bray Wyatt being the missing piece makes this story feel a little shaky because they should both be lost. But. Yeah, and they should be fighting with Bray, trying to get them not to fight. Like, it just seems like there should be something there. Um, I'll pick Luke Harper. Um, eh, maybe they do Rowan, though. 
I'll pick Rowan. Actually, I'm, I'm going back on that. No, I'm gonna I, go. I'm gonna go Harper. I think Rowan needs it more. I think Harper's a little the established one who people are a little bit more aware of. Um, I hope Naomi, Charlotte, Becky against Natty, Tamina, and Carmella gets time. Um, that will require a little bit of time. I also hope that they don't turn Charlotte already. I, like if if Charlotte turns, if Charlotte already turns on them, it's not even a turn. It's no, like yeah, it's, it's, it means she never turned in the first place. No. So she's still heel right now. Yeah, like it's not like it's not like right now she already loves them. Like that's the thing when you look back at things like MVP Matt Hardy, which I loved. It took so long for Matt Hardy to trust MVP. So so long, and then after he did, they had a long time of trusting each other. You know, it's a it's a slow build. But they they do they have that much time though? And no, they're not going to have that much time. But I, I mean, who knows? I don't know. It depends what they're what they want to do. But like, I don't know. I just don't consider that a turn. It's fine, but let's not even call it a turn. It just means you never changed her in the first place. She never got one over. It was just a little break to like keep this, you know, keep this thing going a little bit longer. Right. Um. Do, do, uh, who do you like in that match? Them or the welcoming committee? I think the welcoming committee needs it more. So I'm going to go with the welcoming committee, and they have Ellsworth. He's like the X factor. I hate to admit it. And and you know make him feel like not make him feel like he's more important than what he is. That's good. That sounds so much harsher than I meant it. But but even though you do mean it, um, yeah. But not to the extent that it came out. Like that sounded terrible. But um, he is the X factor, and he is an important uh, part of the match. And he's going to he's going to make his presence felt. And I think that's going to be what tips the scales in the favor of the. What is he going to do after this? After the welcoming committee thing. They just go back to him and Carmella. Why are they friends? What was Carmella angling towards with him? Remember, like why? Why? Why are they friends? There was a there was a reason that she decided to befriend this dorky guy. Sorry, don't accuse me of, of bullying guys. It's just it's his character. Um, why? Why did she decide to? I don't. You know what I'm saying? We lost. You no, know, yeah, that that feels unresolved. A little unresolved. And. Um... They may get back to it, but... I hope they get back to it, because otherwise I just don't understand why he's still around. Um, then the uh, Peter Rose... This will not be my pick for match of the night. Uh, Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn. Um, I, 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 I'm going to come up with a stipulation for this match. A nap on a pole. <laughs> um, I, I... By the way, is it me or Sami Zayn a heel? Why is he heel? What... It might be just you. What's the baby? What's the babyface appeal? What makes him heal? I don't understand. Like Canadian, number one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's it's let's let's just wrestling. He's foreign. We, all right. We start out. That's already one strike towards being a heel. <laughs> okay. Um, Although Bret Hart had like a long babyface. He did. He, that is very true, of course. Um, but how did he start out? That's true. And how did he end? That that's also fair. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. That, you know what? I don't know Sammy at all. There's just something about him that strikes me as heelish. I don't know why. And there's not enough of a thing that makes him a baby face. Like let's we, we don't live in the era. Well he always tries to do the right thing. That's that's right. baby face. That but that doesn't work anymore. Oh no, it does not and it does not work out in his favor. He always uh ends up on the short end of the stick for that one. Always. So why how long is he gonna keep doing that before he's had enough? And decides to just become like, 
you know, the evil paperboy. But it, is that how it happens, though? If you're a good person, right, you keep getting kicked down, but then, like, you decide that you're going to, you had enough and you're going to be mean, and then you just still, like, that all shucks inside of you. Still. Sometimes, sometimes you have to say, um, enough is enough, it's time for a change. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you, but uh, I don't know. A wise man once said that. Are you, convince me to feel differently about Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn, because I'm not... I'm not fully in on Corbin yet either. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I can't convince you to feel differently about the match because I also um, – I go back and forth on Corbin. I, I liked him in NXT and uh, um, a little bit when he came up, you know, uh, shortly after his debut. But now I'm kind of like I'm not into it anymore. I, done, I didn't see any growth. Um, I still enjoy the fact that he talks trash in the ring, but his moveset – feels very limited to me and it's not enough like the 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 one intangible that i like the the trash talk is not enough for me to get over the other things that i don't like which um include his look um and his ring work and i'm not i'm not sold on baron corbin i i think that i see why they see something there's a nugget of something but this isn't I don't think this is it. What do you think they see? There's a nugget of what? Big, athletic, brooding. Um, you know, he's an interesting looking guy. I just don't. I haven't seen the. You know what it is with both of them. Let's just. I'm sorry. Let me just keep it a, a, a thousand. I I I don't get a ton of charisma from either of them. But Sami Zayn can work though, like you know, you know me, like. Well, yeah, we know you have Bret Hart number one of all time, which he is. Charisma is not which he your absolutely is. And Bret Hart thing. is charismatic. Get out of here! But uh, is he top ten in charisma? Don't lie to anyone's face. He's not top ten. Bret's, <laughs> Bret's my favorite wrestler. He's not top ten in charisma. You can name ten more charismatic wrestlers. Yeah, do you want to play that game right now? Let's do it right now. Um, okay, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Okay. The Rock. You went straight racist with number two. Okay, but all right. You, 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 I'm not. Re- I don't rewrite history. Um, Hulk Hogan. Uh, the Rock. Um, Wait, in that order though of charisma? No, I'm just naming more. Okay. I was gonna say The Rock. I put Rock over both of those guys. Hulk yeah, yeah, pro- probably. I put. Yeah. No, I'm just naming them. Sorry, this okay. is an order. I don't care. I'm not you. I'm not going to make some fraud list and put Harley Race on it. I don't know where I'm Harley gonna, Race I'm just is gonna, one of the all-time greats, and you guys are going to uh, put sa- some respect on Savage. Okay. More charismatic. Uh, or can I count Bobby Heenan, or that doesn't count because he's not a, in a ring? You can count Bobby Heenan, yeah. All right. Um, John Cena. Um, I mean, he doesn't even talk or make sense. Warrior. Still more charismatic. Get out of here. I mean, he, he, there must be two types of charisma. Well, I mean, I'm just, it's, it's, it's electricity. You know, it's it's fine. Take Warrior out. I don't care. Keep me at six. I'll, I'd rather say Junkyard Dog is more charismatic than Bret Hart. And I love JYD. And you're going to be in a tough spot because he's black. So you can't even speak <laughs> down about it. <laughs> that was dirty. That was dirty. I know. Um, Rick Flair is uh, slightly more charismatic. Um Sting is more charismatic than what? Brett. And I and and now fine, I won't go Sting. Yeah, I, that, I could argue. That was I could argue. Yeah, I could argue. They're kind of similar actually in the, in that regard. In that neither of them's not it's not that they're not charismatic, but the character isn't their number one thing. Um Dusty Rhodes, um, I'm gonna go out on a limb 
and say. Um, oh, so so many to choose from. This is so easy. Who on the roster right now do you want me to choose? You Kev, already said Cena. Uh, do you want me to choose KO? Because KO definitely wants me to pick Jericho. So wait, here, this this is what I'm getting. To pick? This is what I'm getting from you. You're you're distilling charisma down to straight. Mic work, mostly mic work, mic- which is which is fine. But they're they're very closely related. It's they an are iffy closely line. related, and it's it's more to charisma than that. And I, I will say that and Brett has are, charisma. Yes, he, he does. He, I'm not saying he doesn't have charisma, but I'm also saying I don't trust your judgment of charisma. <laughs> Which is fair. Well, this started you know with, what? This, that, and that is fair. This started with Sammy. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's something. It doesn't. You know, I've but, had this from the beginning. You know what, though? Although it started Sammy, that way with Becky Lynch to me, and now I love Becky Lynch. Sammy, I don't know. I don't know what the disconnect is, though, because, um, you know, Sammy Zayn started out as El Generico, and he was over with the crowd, and he never said a word. Like, not one time during his whole run. Maybe that Generico, so. isn't it maybe telling that the most over he's ever been was as a masked character named El Generico? Doesn't that almost speak to my argument even more? Not necessarily, though, because you have to have a certain level of charisma to get over. On a, on, as, as, a, as a masked character, as a luchador, I get it. But it's a different thing altogether. And, like, honestly, that's probably when I would pop for him is if they go back to that. Do you think at some point they will? I think they could. I think there's definitely a way to do it, you know, um, especially with him constantly feuding with Kevin Owens. I think, you know, KO could put the beats on him and then send him to the hospital and then they're in the hospital and he doesn't know who he is. And then he puts the mask on for like a nice little run as El Generico just because he's so so confused about who he is. Or if he just keeps getting beat down like this and has had enough and that's that's what he uses to really come back strong. Um, I don't, I don't want to bury the guy. I just... But yeah, he's an amazing in-ring talent. I think this match is going to be better than you think. He but... does great things in-ring, no doubt. I just haven't loved the character yet. I've said it from the beginning. I didn't get that he was a ska guy. If I don't get that, who does get that? Like, I I actually know what ska is and owns ska records. Which <laughs> so puts, you think he's, like, Which puts me ahead of... Night- no, 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 no. But I'm saying if I don't know that he's... A ska, well, that was his bit. And I'm as music in tune as I am. That means 99.999% of the population does not understand what his gimmick is. Like, it's shocking to me that they were able to convince Vince of a random ska dude. Like, I just don't know how that happened. Like, I think that his character should be something else. I just, it's, it's yet to really resonate. And he's succeeded in spite of that because he's such a great in-ring talent. Right. That he's, but, but I just think there's so much more to get from him if he's that good in the ring. Um, that all being said. I'm picking Sammy. And I'll pick Corbin. Um, Usos Brizongo. Excited about this one, actually. Yeah, so am I. Um, I, I guess I'll go Usos here. I don't think it's a sure thing, though. I do not think it's an utterly sure thing. Really? I think it. I think it is. I think it. it like I said, they've been giving Brizongo a lot of time, which is fine because. But but does that also translate to giving Brizongo the championship? No. Well, I don't know. We don't know. These days, I don't even quite know what getting the championship means. You know, it's it's a varied. It depends on the championship and the talent how much it's, it, that even means. But um, listen again, can't trust you on this. 
you are going to pick the Usos no matter what. If I said it was the Usos versus the Mega Powers, you'd be like, Usos. And well, if the, if, the, if the Usos were still doing the best work of their life and the Mega Powers, all they were giving us were like uh, these fashion file vignettes, which oh, I do love. I was about to say, hold on, it's kind of the best work of their life. I mean, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love the fashion files, but I mean... No, I think, I, I think there's no reason, not yet, the, there's you should keep rocking. The Usos are so, they appear so strong, much like you, physically strong, that there's no reason to get away from what they're doing. No, not at all. I, I really am enjoying what they're doing. By the way, I hope you enjoy what we're doing, this wrestling-heavy edition. Is it wrestling enough for you? Do you feel like we're holding enough wrestling? I think we're holding it down with the wrestling, yeah. And yeah, I know what you're saying. You're saying, Rosenberg, you're being repug. It was repug. You're supposed to be, you know, this uh, confident guy that in general life I am, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. You've already heard it on the podcast. I am probably more sensitive about this than anything else. The random criticism of Cheap Heat. Honestly, more than anything else. Well, this is your baby. Well, yeah, it's that. It's it's doing it for really no glory, just the love of the you know the people who are part of it. So when someone writes and they're like, "I've loved it forever," it's become unlistenable. And I'm like, and then I replied to this person who said that with a easy solution: stop listening, <laughs> right? And they're like, "Well, I don't see why you're getting mad." And I'm like, "Wait, wait, why would I didn't ask? I didn't say, hey, we need feedback this week. Do you like the show? I didn't do that. <laughs> right. Last week, we simply had fun. I personally loved last week's show. I could have done Uptown Malcolm for an hour and a half. That's what I'm into. So it's it's a, obviously it's a matter. Oh, well, there you go. I, I can't. I mean. It's professional wrestling. New York to the heart, we got love for all. Red Hawk is the, the greatest I learned the ball. professional wrestler the in the history of the art of I gotta let it get to the chorus one time, or it's like we didn't even ever play it once. You need to work on what your entrance looks like, though, Greg. Yeah, I do. I, that video was slightly repug, just because it was just me. Well, I thought it was good. I think you had a good, hard, like, lawyer walk. You think so? Yeah, okay. but you, need, you think you need more of a diddy bop. I think I need something, yeah. It can't just be a walk. Like a real Harlem diddy bop. Right, right. One of my favorite lines. Slide off and slide the up in your wife, and that's like what he didn't let it go to the chorus. RJ, I guarantee Peter knows how to the end. RJ, I said let it get through the first chorus. What is your name? I like a delicious chicken. <laughs> it ended after that. Yeah, I guarantee Peter knows how to eat her. Out. <laughs> it's putting me over big time, and I appreciate that, but give me a break. See, it's managing, <laughs> it's managing manager of general. Excuse me. You know, speaking of that... Managing manager of managing? <laughs> no. Um, Guarantee Peter knows that eater? Right. Wow, where are we going next? Hold on. Well, so The Bachelor new season is coming up, and um, one of the contestants is Kenny King, professional wrestler. And um, apparently, you know, ABC gave them some type of test where they had to, you know, reveal a lot of information about themselves, some of it personal. And uh, one of Kenny King's tidbits that came out through this interview was uh, that he once had sex with a wife while her husband watched. Okay. Kenny King, and bachelor contestant. Hold on. When did we find out that Kenny King is a bachelor contestant? 
I found out today. You know, you know, I'm friends with Kenny King. I love Kenny King. I've never watched the Wait, bachelor, you never Bachelorette. Watched? Yeah, it's Bachelorette. Excuse me. Yeah. I've never watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, and that means I have to watch. When does it start? Um, not sure when it starts, but he is he is definitely a contestant. Well, and that was wild. That tidbit that but they, I, I, you made it sound like you were gonna Twitter. that you were gonna suggest, for example, that like you know who this was. Or, you know, like, could it be so-and-so? You know what I'm saying? That's where I thought you were going. This is not – this is a professional wrestling recap show. This is not – we don't get too heavy into those – It's professional wrestling. Exactly. We don't get too heavy into those type of rumors. Wow. Well, I I didn't know the way you were suggesting. I thought there was maybe even more to this. But anyways, I'm very interested in that. Um, We didn't pick the KO AJ Styles match. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is my pick. If that does happen, like, what are we doing with AJ Styles? Well, see, this is tough, though, because the United States Championship is involved. So it's like, what are you doing with either of these guys? Because it feels like they should be, um, you know, WWE Championship contenders, both of them. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't like the idea of AJ not winning. <laughs> so I'm going to go with AJ. <laughs> I think KO can always afford to lose. I think AJ, is, as amazing as he is, the kind of character that he is, like the, the babyface hero that he now is, I just I don't like the idea of him losing again. Is that because um, KO is is the bad guy? What do you mean? Like he can afford to lose because he's the bad guy. It's just it's he's always lost. Except for starting off with the most ridiculous wins ever over Cena, he's always you know randomly lost. And when you're a conniving, excuse-making bad guy, yeah, it doesn't really matter that much. But when you're AJ and you're just literally who everyone thinks of as the best wrestler, who was also a conniving, excuse-making bad guy like two months ago. Well, but he's not anymore, is he? So thank you. Show some respect for that man. Real quick. Um, do you think anyone is starting to get sick of the universal language that's happening that's AJ Styles is the best wrestler in the world? No. Really? Because it's true, though. So that's what you think? You are – you know what, Greg? I, sometimes I worry about you. I mean, may I remind you of something? It's professional wrestling. You're telling me that no one in the locker room who's also an amazing wrestler – gets fed up with the fact that on podcasts like this, and I feel like almost every other one, people regularly refer to him as the best wrestler in the world today. You don't think there are people saying, I mean, listen, he's great, but... I mean, within the locker room, yeah, I think everybody should feel like that, that they are the ones being overlooked because they are the actual best wrestlers in the world. But um, it's, it's hard to deny AJ Styles right now that title. I understand. Who would be in that conversation for that, by the way? Who are the other people right now? Um, AJ Styles, for sure. Not, and not, not uh, let's just go WWE, not Kenny Omega, but I mean, you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. But WWE. Um, Seth Rollins, for sure. Um, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. People buy replica belts all the time. I can't, I can't say Finn Balor just yet. It's not a belt, it's a title. Right. Um, 
I would say, but Finn's close. Finn is close, but not yet. But though. no, no, I, I guess not. KO? KO, yeah. K- mm, it's tough. I think he's right there, but like best wrestler in the world. I'm not sure if I'd give him. So you don't really seem to think it's that close, though. You think it's kind of distanced the, 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 for AJ. Yeah. I sort of feel the same way. I mean, Charlotte is in that conversation as well. But- Sorry, Charlotte, of course. I mean, come on, say the one that you want to get people heated with. Come on. Come on now. Our truth <laughs> Oh, my God. Boy, was that f- moment flat. And I wish it wasn't. He sold, he sold it. It, it should have meant something. But. It's just people don't think about golden truth enough. I, no. I, I, I'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy seeing them. Um, come on, man. No. Say your guy. Uptown Malcolm for sure is one. No, not guys. Uptown Malcolm. Not. I don't mean that. No, no, not Uptown Malcolm. Roman Reigns. Oh, no. He, I mean. Wow. Hold on. You're saying you don't think he's good? I think he's excellent in ring. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's put together a, a string of amazing matches. Um, definitely versatile. And But he, for him to get that, I think you have to expand your scope of what you're going to consider a wrestler. And then, of course, that puts him in the conversation just because. He um, he doesn't have the same style as an AJ Styles or a Seth Rollins um, or even like a Daniel Bryan and people who have been in that conversation before. He's damn good, though. He is. Speaking of which, uh, how much did you enjoy Finn and Roman? Oh, yeah, I, that was a great match. I, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I, people were upset about the result, too, but not I. Not Not I, not at all. Why were you not upset with the result besides the fact that you are a fanboy who literally roots for all your guys to win right? in spite of anything? Well, I think that's exactly why. Like, because right, of the right. Fanboy who, who wanted them. The, there guys. you go. But, um, but no, it, it, it did something for, for both of those guys because you had Roman Reigns saying that he's the big dog and that a lot has changed since – they last met in the ring, which I believe was in August um, of last year, and that he was going to beat Finn. And you have Finn say that Roman might be the big dog, but it's the size of the fight in the dog, not the size of the dog in the fight. And he was going to give Roman a fight, and he did. They both set out what they accomplished to do. I'm sure Finn wanted to win as well, but um, I don't think he needed it to accomplish the fact that even though he's the smallest person in this upcoming fatal five way that he belongs in the ring with those four other guys and that he could be a contender for Brock Lesnar. I have a scorching hot take for you. Finn should only beat Roman as demon. Yeah, that's fair. You can't come out there in your leather jacket and your little spiked up cute haircut (laughs) and, and beat Roman. No. Full, full demon mode. Yeah. For him to get the win over Roman Reigns. When or he, anyone, really. When he beat him on the first night that he was on Raw, he was in full full makeup, right? No. He came out not in full makeup on his debut. Yeah, it was leather jacket, Finn. That's fraudulent, then. I take it back. Um, moving forward, though, that's what I think. I think you for beating Roman, because you have to remember, you people may be mad at Roman as they continue to be for no reason, but beating Roman at this point has to be a big deal. You do not see him catch it that often. Well, yeah, especially especially after um, WrestleMania. Granted, Undertaker was was very old at, when that match took place, but um, they make 
that feel like something very important. And so, you know, the same way they build it up with Brock, you know, you got to beat the man that beat the Undertaker's streak. Roman has to be treated the same way, even though we get to see him every week. reminiscing on the dead man here's what I'll say also we have a bit of a problem SGG that we have not spoken about speaking of dead men and that is Braun Strowman being dead of Jays because he's yeah. out six months Yeah. when was I mean you could argue the Finn injury was almost as untimely as this but Finn wasn't the number one guy he was just brand new and really exciting Braun Strowman you could have argued up until last week on your power rankings you'd have him number one yeah you could I mean I really think the only people that you could argue as number one are Braun or Roman and now Braun's gone yeah and now you end up with some messy what is it they call it is a five pack <laughs> Fatal five way. Fatal five way. That's not a thing. Um, that obviously was not going to be where we were going. And everything must be reshuffled. Do we know exactly when the injury occurred, SGG? I don't. I don't know when the injury occurred exactly. But um, he just had the surgery, and like Kurt Angle said, he's going to be out for up to six months. I think the key. So are you not basing your stats months. on storyline? What is said on television? So when we ask for an SGG stat, I just want to be clear here. It's not even based on research. You just said Kurt Angle said it. So I mean, you mean the GM, Kurt Angle. The general manager, Kurt Angle, did confirm that he had surgery. That's not a storyline, though. He basically... <laughs> so that's how you get information. He did, he did actually have the surgery. Okay. It's not like Kurt Angle lied and said... No, he, you're right. But we don't, we don't, you're not basing it on actual information. I don't know when the actual injury occurred, but I, I do it, know that as it was of the during time that, of this recording, well, it was during that rough night when when we, that I loved where they were working super stiff, right? The pay per view, the last pay per view. Oh, um, they're saying it was the pay per view that he was already injured when they worked that raw afterwards. No, I'm trying day? to figure out when you were referring. No, nah, the day after the pay per view, I loved the how stiff Roman and Braun worked. Um, let's see, Braun. I'm going to do. Oh, you mean last week after the dumpster match? Um, no, it was, it was last week. I don't know about last week. Let's see, with arm injuries, it says, this is according to ESPN, my good friend, um, Tim, uh, whose name I can't pronounce at ESPN, Fervanti. Braun Strowman suffered multiple injuries time. to his left arm that will reportedly keep him out of action for an extended period of time. Bop, 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 bop. Underwent surgery Thursday. Um, okay. Shoulder and elbow. On oh, last on last it? Monday's edition of Raw in London, Strowman walked to the ring with his left arm in a sling. And after a brief match with Kalisto, Roman Reigns walked to the ring and attacked him multiple times with a steel chair. The segment which was used to write Strowman off TV. That's what it says here on ESPN. Featured multiple chair shots to Strowman's arm. So I guess it was already done. It's unclear whether this in-story attack exacerbated Strowman's existing injuries. Hmm. Very, very interesting. 
Also, ESPN.com has an interesting uh, article about what will the main event match at SummerSlam be. This article, many of which featured Braun Strowman as that person. Well, let, let me do some math. That's out. Let me do some math real quick. June 18th, July 18th, August 18th. Dude, you're talking about if six months is legit. And you never know. That is one thing they definitely tool with is they'll tell you seven well, months. Well, yeah, that's what free. I was going to say, too, though. Like uh, the keywords were, were up to six months because originally, and I forget where I read it, but um, before the attack that Roman Reigns did on Raw, I read that he had like some nagging injuries, was going to be out for around six weeks, which brings him back with more than enough time. For um, SummerSlam, but now they're saying six months, and like you said, I just don't know where that line gets drawn. Yeah, where where it actually is going to be, but well, maybe we can see if, if uh, GM Kurt Angle says anything next week to you know indicate to us. Um, but uh, if, if that's legit, you're talking about Survivor Series. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing though. As bummed out as I am about Strowman being hurt, and I am bummed because I've been enjoying quite a bit. I can you imagine how Mage is going to be when he comes back? Like based on how over he was right now, especially because it's gonna it's gonna have to be a surprise. Like, oh yeah, I mean, hopefully it won't be advertised the uh, you know on Twitter six hours earlier. All right, guys, here's the deal. Uh, that'll do it for tonight for today's episode. If you're a Chicago Peckerhead, reach out to me on Twitter. Um, maybe there's a play. Maybe I, maybe there's something to be done. We don't know. But I'd love to say hello to people. Happy to come by and say what's up. Um, I'll be at NXT TakeOver. The kickoff show is a half hour, Greg. Right before 80, it's 7.30 p.m. Eastern okay. Time. The kickoff show. Just a half hour. I'm sure changed you a little bit. Yeah, they do a half hour for the NXT ones. It'll be me, Charlie, and Nigel McGuinness. And then on um, Sunday, I'll be on with, um, I believe, Booker and Renee. Okay. I think that sounds right. For an hour? Full hour. Okay. There you go. So you'll get plenty of Rosenberg okay. this week. And I'll have all kinds of scorching hot takes. Greg, do you have anything else? Any statistics? No statistics. That sounds right. And like a bird, like a plane. Oh, my God. Who is that? Uptown Malcolm. Uptown, I, baby. I'm going to really need to match you with a gimmick, by the way. So we need someone to give me a good name now, too. Yeah. Like, what, Sweet Sweet Peter Rosenberg is? I don't know if Sweet Sweet is enough. I, I don't know if I'm happy with that. <laughs> I think I need to be repackaged. All right, guys. See you next week. Stay mage. Right.